And five, four, three, two. What up, y'all? Welcome here's the thing. I'm Kevin Stay. She that chick angel. Welcome to another podcast episode. Smash that like button. Smash that notification button. Bangers, bangers, bangers. All 2024. Bangers, bangers, bangers. Listen, real quick. Church announcements. This week we're in Chicago. Next week Dallas and Houston for the Here's the Thing tour. Um, we only got a couple weekends left. We got four weekends left, I believe. We're working uh, all through March. Yeah, we only have one weekend off in March for the NAACP Image Awards, and yep. then but we're gone for the rest. So y'all pull up. And Atlanta and DC are sold out. Sold out. So sold you can get tickets to Chicago, out. Houston, Dallas. Raleigh, Birmingham, Birmingham, you pulled up. I'm proud of you. You you doing you pulling your way. You you more than welcome. And to... Raleigh is still happening because somebody was worried. Oh yes. Tell I'm me. glad you mentioned that. So Raleigh is still happening. Somebody emailed us. Uh, the theater company that works inside of the theater filed for bankruptcy, but they are the ones who put on plays. Your uh who's your boy? Will. Shakespeare, oh. those type of theater, theatrical productions, <laughs> that company went bankrupt. But the yes. theater space that we're hosting it in, I'm assuming they just rent space from them. Yeah, that's so a lot all of those the places. straight up events are still happening. But shout out to you because we didn't know. Yeah, we were, so somebody informed us and thank you for caring enough to be like, hey guys, we hey, yeah, I yeah. want you to show up and there's no yeah, place for you to go. It was on the news. Yeah, it was. It was on it the was, local news in Dallas. But but here's the thing, we'll be there in Raleigh. Here's the thing. Get Sorry to y'all. For the bankruptcy and all that there. But you know what I'm saying? We're going to still pull up. We're going to be there. Uh, and all the tickets are being sold well. And the rest of these venues, I'm happy. You, you're done your job. I'm happy. The ones that I'm not happy with are already passed. But everything else, even if it doesn't sell out for our first year of this podcast to be in theaters. That is crazy. In theater, I'm talking about thousand plus. We skipped That's a couple crazy. steps there. Yes. <laughs> And we did some venues that are bigger than the Ball Brothers even did. Like oh, Philly yeah. is almost twice. Philly was like nine hundred for the Ball Brothers, seventeen hundred. Oh Philly my God! Today. For uh, for uh, here's the thing, uh, Atlanta was like a thousand. This Atlanta is like twenty two hundred, and it's sold, sold out. out. I might be able to do three, four thousand in Atlanta. I might be able to do it. I think you could, think especially you could. Ball Brothers. Yeah, y'all could definitely easily do three, four thousand. So anyway, Detroit doing good too. That's also a bigger venue, but we we will be the Resurrection Sunday. Angel, what you got? We will uh, be the Resurrection come on. Sunday. Come oh, on, real quick for his thing. But I I do want all the rest of them to sell out. So listen, I know I'm glad that Kevin is happy with his how it's going. Now that we in the bigger cities with our bigger markets, I'm gonna need y'all to get these people to buy the rest of these seats. Yeah, because we almost sold out. We'd be so close. We'd be so close. We just wanted uh, not just to be close. We want 99 and a half won't do. That's what they said. I'm running. Try to make 100 because 99. Come on. And a half won't do. Say the tried. That Ooh, walk up turn me was crispy. <laughs> crispy. Fried and crisp. Fried chicken. Fried chicken. <laughs> you all can still vote for me for social media personality of the year. We're not going to go into my NAACP Image Award weekend on the main. We'll be doing that on the bonus. So if you ain't a part of Kevin's Patreon. Oh, you miss it now. Way. And we're talking about Wendy Williams in the bonus today as well. As well. But, we uh, need more time than we got. All right, hold on. Also, shout out to the sponsor of the podcast, which is the Frederick's Family Bank Account. 
Uh, we're very grateful for them because Stay we have no true. ads today. I'm telling y'all, Stay there true. are no ads for the podcast today. And this is not by our design. We're not being nice and giving y'all a bonus. No. There's no ads And today. if you have been listening, this is why Patreon exists. And I'm sorry if you don't you know, want to hear it. I got to tell y'all. There was a time, here's the thing, would have four ads and a pre-roll. I don't know if you remember this. There was a time where our podcast yes. company was like, can y'all free up more inventory because we we could give you eight or nine ads and we were like we 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 can't make three because we have the bonus on Patreon. Yeah. They're like, what can y'all can y'all make another thirty minute? We're like, we can't we cannot do three podcast episodes a week. Yeah, we have other stuff we're doing. Now there are zero. The Bald and Beautiful also would have four. Yeah, we got there one is today. one ad amongst two podcasts the love today. Hour would have four. So yeah. if you're watching this for free on YouTube, I want you. If you're not going to join Patreon, you at least thank them people because mm-hmm. they are what al- is allowing this the show to continue. Yeah, they are Listen, literally. They if it weren't for pro- Patreon, I'd be like Angel, I love this you. This is it. Yeah, hug you, hug you. Josh, I love you. Amen. Hug you, hug you. We've been doing this Office, yes. I love you. Hug, <laughs> hug you, hug you. All of this will be over. Yeah. Unplug this stuff and they turn asked, the lights off. They asked for prize picks was Stefan Curry and prize picks Euro stepped their way out of our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so thank the Patreon for continuing to support this. That's why you are watching this for free if you're not. If that don't make you feel guilty, then, you know, that's the type of person you are. Okay. And actually, Patreon, I want to ask you because the first topic, we can either start with Cam Newton or we can start with Diddy. It's up to y'all. Yeah, which we're gonna talk want? about both. So just throw it in the comments. What would y'all want us to talk about uh, first? Because we don't talk about them both, but I, I don't know what's more important to y'all. What y'all want to hear about? I feel more. like we can cruise through Cam Newton pretty quick. Oh, we seeing yeah. Cam Cam. Yeah, oh, Cam. a little couple of we're peppering in a little Cam, bit of Cam, Diddy, Diddy, Diddy but it sounds like Cam, like Cam is the the overall. Right. Yeah, 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 Cam like is that. winning in the polls and in the fights. Yeah. So if you're unaware, Cameron Newton yes. was at a seven on seven tournament, I believe. Uh, it was a camp called... Uh, hold on, time out. David Mann is calling me. Can you pause? All right. All right. So if you're unaware, Cameron Newton, who is a former NFL quarterback, I believe Cam had an MVP season. Uh, <clears throat> He's now not- more so known for being a fashionista. I don't know about that. Listen, Cam wears the wears. He wears, okay. he wears he those wear hats. One. He wears hats. Cam is always dressed... Very fashion forward. He is dressed like a villain in the uh, Alice in Wonderland universe. I was about to say, I was going to say Willy Wonka, but I feel Either, like. That too. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. too. He that. could do a new black Willy Wonka. Yeah. Uh, but he did win the MVP. Um, so here's the thing about Cam. He was at a seven on seven tournament, which is uh, flag football. Uh-huh. I'm not certain, but it looks like these were adult males in the tournament as well. But I'm not certain who was playing. Could have yeah. been kids, could have been adults. And he was jumped by, from what people are saying, that either the TSP boys or TPS boys, I think it was TSP. Oh, those that's the, the name of the team? I think it's the name of the team. Save players. Or the group. But, uh, and I thought these were kids that ran up on Cam. Because of how he was slanging them? Yes. Cam is just, Cam is and just And I just awesome. assumed somebody was crazy. It was coaches. These were other adult males. You know... I the saw coaches. the video, and I saw I saw Greg actually comment that it was somebody's coaches, and you know when, uh, listen, we just dealt with it. Actually, there are people, men in their mind, that still think they're in their 
18, 19, yes. 20, 21. Yes. So when rage builds up in them for whatever reason or their masculinity has been um, challenged, mm -hmm. they think they have the capability of what they could do in their prime. Absolutely. And then they are met with someone who might not also be in their prime, but where they're at right now is still better than what they were at well, in their prime. Their prime, we're talking about two different primes. Their prime rib is what we saw. <laughs> if you're unaware of who Cam Newton is, Heisman Trophy winner at Auburn. Come on. Complete. And I, Cam, one of my favorite players to watch in my life, and I watched him all throughout his, uh, not all throughout, I didn't see him play at Florida, but I did pick him on when he played in Auburn. Mm hmm he was 6'5", 270. He's 6'5". 6'5", 270. Come on, Cam. He Love was a one-man wrecking crew yeah. in college. Mm -hmm. His the, the, the year that Cam and them won the national championship, Robert Griffin tweeted this. He also won the Heisman, I believe. RG3? RG3, mm. friend of the pod. He said Cam had none, none of the offensive linemen that played with him ever played a snap in the NFL. None of the receivers ever caught a pass in the NFL on his team. None of the running backs ever registered a carry in the NFL. And he won the Heisman, and they won the national championship that year. There's a clip of Cam dancing in the end zone. The linebacker, this is in the NFL, the linebacker came up to Cam. He is a good foot shorter, it looks like, than Cameron Newton, and he was an NFL player. As a quarterback. Mm. Cam is a large man. I'm a large man. Cam is like Marcus plus muscle man, 40 man. or 50 pounds of muscle. Yeah. Now he was only in the NFL a couple years ago. So the fight, when people jump one person, yeah, usually the, the jumpers person. get the best of the jumpies. That's the point of it. It's the <laughs> point. It's like hyenas. Hyenas don't go after uh Lions, mm -mm. one at a time. No, they say we get you right now. We got to roll up on you. Yeah, and we gonna get you. Cam Newton looks like when I am wrestling with Zay Zay and Joe mm -hmm. and Kai and Sai. <laughs> you know when a stronger man is like, all right, now <laughs> right. you go over here and y'all stop playing yeah. before I get for real. They ran up on him. He tossed one dude with one arm. Toss. Held the other with the other arm. Mm -hmm. the, I mean, he's just tossing grown males around like you would wrestle with your children. He looks like he worked at a bad school for a very long time because that's where you learn skills like that. When you work at a school where the kids be fighting all the damn time, yes. you got to have those skills. You got to be able to hold two <laughs> by the head while you talk to the other one and you, and, and, and you keep pushing them off. And you got one against the locker. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that, like hey, that. young man. Yeah. Big, it was big young man. Hey, hey. All right now. Yes. I feel all like right now. I see, I saw his second call and I said, this nigga's a principal. Oh, yes. He's a he's a school guidance counselor because that's the strength you need. Dangerous Minds, too. Yes. Uh-huh. Cam Newton. I heard Ben spending most of that life <laughs> living in the gangster's paradise. I said, forget Michelle Pfeiffer. If you've got Cam Newton, them kids is going to see a brighter future. Oh. That's what they're going to get. They're going to get a brighter future. It's going to be a... Brother day. That's it. That nigga was Mary Poppins with that hat. He, he didn't really need the umbrella. Was. He had the hat. And his hat never came off his head. Nigga. There's no way you should jump someone and no. their hat doesn't Stale. come off. 
his hat was was so down like a Beyonce background dancer. That's what they sold him to their wigs. That is how I was like, he could do Cirque du Soleil right now. That hat is going to stay right there. I'm not sure if that's his like Samson power. <laughs> his <laughs> hat was like, don't even worry, bro. We ain't even got to get off this. Right. That's what they should have went for was his hat. Because his hat is probably what gave him the strength. That is what it was connected if to. If they would have did that, he would have just shriveled up like an old man, like the woman in, uh, <laughs> Lord, not Lord of the Rings, but the dragon people. <laughs> the woman who had the necklace. Oh, uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. The red, the red hair priestess. The red hair priestess. Yeah, you take she off was that hat yuck. And he turns into <laughs> Morgan Freeman. My powers are connected to my dreadlocks. The thing. He literally, quite honestly, probably would turn into um, what's that? See, I can't remember no black people's name. What's that old black man? He won a uh, Oscar. He was an alien that got pregnant in a movie. The man was. Yeah, old black man. Come on, y'all. Give me, give him to me. Danny Glover? Nope, nope. O- almost older, but around the same, but look old, too. Lugasa Jr.? There you go. <laughs> That's the only thing about my jokes. I can't remember people's names, so we got to go through actually helping me get to the name. Ah, damn. Here's what I want to understand. I want to know why they got into it. I do too. I heard allegedly, allegedly, I what? heard uh, that Cam was talking crazy to the people. Okay, I can and somebody on the Patreon said, <laughs> I, I believe it too. There's a video I just saw. Cam was talking crazy to another NFL player who was his size, like pulled up on him one on one, and the dude was like, "Come on, man, I don't want no smoke." There was no audio, but energy wise, it was like mm-hmm. they don't want no smoke. Uh, but I was talking to somebody about this at the club last night. At the club, that's mm-hmm. how they say it on the Dirty D. You gotta go to the club. club, You be trying. It feels like you're insinuating that you went to a club, club, and not a comedy club. No, yeah, we at the club. (laughs) Uh, But um, they said he was talking crazy. Uh, Cam was talking crazy Uh to them. All right, and that maybe that's what started it. Let's go with that story. Okay, let's go with that. Let's go with that story because I don't know, but it's not out of the realm possibility that Cam was talking crazy to them people. Absolutely, one hundred percent. However. And this is this is this is my mind about this. Damn if I'm one of the men who lost their cool, Cam was talking crazy, and I'm like, "Oh, hey guys, Josh, Greg, we finna jump Cam. He's been talking crazy. I've heard enough." And then I go to attack him with Josh and Greg, mm-hmm. and he hip tosses me, mm-hmm. or he holds me up mm-hmm. and tosses Josh, mm-hmm. and his hat never comes off. The video goes viral. Now I got to go home. Mm-hmm. To my wife. Yeah. And I got to explain why I'm getting tossed around on the grainy video. I don't think, I don't think you have to explain. I think she could see why that happened. She's more so going to be trying to figure out where in your mind you thought. Well, well you the can't Bible even, says where two or three are gathered. You can't even do that push-up. <laughs> so, you can't even do this push-up. I can't do it. <laughs> but I have video you could not do. It's because my shoulder went out. Well, then that's why she would be like, Melissa would be like, now kids. <laughs> what would you do if 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 you if you seen video of Marcus getting thrown getting around done like this by Cam Newton? By Cam Newton. I'd be like, you knew that was gonna happen. And now his back's hurt for sure. Oh, ba- everything is hurt. Everything. He because <laughs> you know how much energy you expend in a fight. It's a lot of energy in a short amount in of time. In a very like amount of time and get remember me and you wrestled at that challenge show my back was hurt for two months that's right because i got that big heavy but you got to know you got to know in your own self 
what you are not capable of. See, a lot of people are not self-aware. Men especially, though. Men really be hoping and wishing they were who they were. And they weren't even who they were when they weren't. And, mm. but, and let me tell you what. Not only is that true, because you're absolutely right. Especially in athletics, uh-huh. there's this whole thing where niggas be, uh, or, you know what I'm saying, the coach, politics. I could have been in the league, too. Yeah, absolutely. If it weren't for this. And if it weren't for that, maybe that's all true. It could be. But it's likely not. Uh-huh. Usually, the people who should have been in the league be in the league. But the it, people who should play, play. There's my one of my homies, and I won't reveal his name. He he was he was great at a sport. Mm-hmm. Okay. But his he didn't get no much playing time. Mm-hmm. He was like, man, the coach don't like me. The coach ain't got to like you. Correct. To play you. You're do balling. You think, do you think the coaches love Dennis Rodman? Do you think they were like, what a what a guy. What you know stout. what they did love? 15 rebounds. Yes. <laughs> Great defense. They don't have to like you. When you're good, they play you. Now, sometimes coaches do this and that. But generally speaking, the people who are good enough to go to the league, go to the league. This people the who ain't thing. feel like they should have went. Even if that is true, even if they are telling the truth, the Lord showed them this mm. would have been your future had your coach not been a jackass. What does that have to do with present day? <laughs> Present day is you did not get to spend most of your life training every day to be a physical specimen and machine. Yes. That didn't happen. So all the dreams that were deferred and diminished and torched <laughs> do not count towards today's ass whooping. Because you- now you got to look yourself. And here's the truth, Angel. You absolutely right. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. them men, you got to sit with that. Mm-hmm. You got to go look in the mirror mm-hmm. and you watch the tape like, okay, so he did, he had the leverage on me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what he did, okay, so with the right arm, mm-hmm. he okay, so he didn't use his left hand when he tossed me. It was more of a hip thrust. You remember in Avengers when Thanos fought Hulk? Uh-huh. And we was like, I don't know how you fell. You remember this? Yes, I okay. love the Avengers. So okay. yes, I do. You know who Thanos is? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, both. Hey, come on. Remember when Hulk and him was finna square up? Yes. And I think his name is Malkin or whatever the dude was like, no, nah, let him have his fun. Uh-huh. And Thanos fought Hawk and he ducked and he hit Hawk with the body shot. Uh-huh. Cam was Thanos having fun. Yeah. Can you, now, if he did that with three of y'all. What would he have done with one? He might have. That would have been a chance. <laughs> let him wear one of y'all out so he gets tired. Second one, you're going to get busted up too. Third one, maybe, just maybe. Ebony Ma, that's what his name. Yeah, I agree with you, Angel. Hold on. They said them boys went on a podcast already. Of course. Ooh. Hold on. I, if if I can find a clip of them explaining. Everybody wants their fame. Oh, my God. They, let's let's hear it. I, let's this is not vetted. Uh-oh. I don't know how long it is. Uh-oh. Yes, today, now again, for those who may not know, a viral video made its way on social media. Showing Cam Newton involved in a scuffle now again. Hey man, I'ma say it. They can't hide the film now. You know what I'm saying? That three times. You know what I'm saying? Y'all not throwing that, not throwing that Atlanta hero quarterback. <laughs> Just can't you beat me. Can't beat me. Like what transpired? Like what can make someone, anyone, like so angry? Because. I'm sitting here and I'm speaking to you guys and there's so much that you guys are doing for the community and you're pouring into these uh, young men. And so it's just like, what can make something transpire like this? First and foremost, like what I want to do, I want to apologize to everybody that was out there and okay. to the, the parents and 
not just our team, I'm but everybody. Everybody that was affected by that. Yeah, that should have never happened. Like, we should have been able to sit down and talk. Like, there's no reason we should be yelling at each other while a game going on. Like, it's, that, that ain't none of that necessary. So, you can't have an organization. Mm-hmm. It's not just one team. You have an organization. So, it's just been a lot of trash talk, you know, from, you know what I'm saying, hit more so his side. Just out of nowhere, just talking crazy to us for no reason. It's like, it's not nothing new. Like, I've been around bro for five years, so, mm-hmm. like, it's typical Cam <laughs> Newton behavior. But Steph, you was right there. Yeah, so. You was listening to the whole thing, so yeah, you heard yeah. him and you walked up. Steph walked up there. Oh, okay. The and as I'm walking up to Steph, Cam and Steph face, I made y'all. I'm responsible for everything y'all do, whatever. Then he grabs Steph. Right. So me being my little brother and I'm walking up a flight of steps and I see a 6'6 six, six guy grabbing my brother. And that's the footage that everybody that's seeing. That's what everybody's seeing. Okay. Like, so that was the first altercation that everybody saw. Nothing else. Right outside then. Of him, okay. that's, that's okay. Outside of that. Nobody's okay. seeing like how he was talking crazy, crazy for like, the past yeah. two days. Like yeah. nobody's seeing that. Like mm. The plot thickens. Oh, well, so they what? saying that Cam put his hands on them first. And last. And, oh, and yes. all the time. Uh, in the middle as well. It was a whole buffet of putting hands on them. <laughs> well, then then that's what happens then. You <laughs> do you then you then jump in and also get your butt whooped, but you realize that you didn't start it. Mm-hmm. At least if that is what's true. If what they say are true, they didn't start it. They unfortunately could not finish it either. But they were like, we are now participants. <laughs> Unwilling participants. <laughs> He said, I saw my brother getting snatched up by a 6'6", six, six dude. But that's what you got to do, actually. Well, here's the funny part about it. Before they got to the explanation, first, we got to apologize to the kids, <laughs> to the coaches, to the family, to the principals, yeah. to the concession stand. I got to apologize because we shouldn't even been out there doing that. We shouldn't have been out. That's we we got to see. We got to come together. To here has a video, top five videos from to here, and I have my top five for all my friends. But top five from to here, he has a video about two dudes for the fight, and the dude gets socked. He was like, "Brother, brother, brother." <laughs> We got to come together, we man. As a black, why are we even doing this to like each a, other? He's got like a hat or glasses on. Yeah, like, he punch and come back with glasses. <laughs> no. See what you got to understand, man. It's the community that we got. It's the, it's Black History Month, y'all. Uh-huh. What would Martin Luther King think about us fighting, man? We got to be long. Never you got those glasses. Sorry, I was saw a text message come through. You are done, brother, brother, brother. We have come too far to be doing this. It's the worst. This actually makes it even worse. Because Cam Newton looks like the victim slash victor, and it looks like he was the instigator. Yeah, he's the instigator <laughs> and victor of this. But this all makes sense. Don't nothing get adults fighting faster than a kid's sports event. A kid's sporting events turn something on in adult, especially black adult men, that has uh... them act. Mark is about cussed out this white lady <laughs> for babying our son. <laughs> For baby? Yes, because little Marcus, bless his heart, started crying at a basketball game. He was little. And Marcus went over there because at that, that time, that was my son's easiest default. Get frustrated, he start crying and, cry. and try to quit. And we we not them parents. You going to cry Mm-mm. and continue to play. You can cry while that ball is in the air. Absolutely. The fees were paid. What do you mean? Fees were paid. And uh, Marcus is going down there to talk to his son in the middle of the game because that's the type of league this is. The parents is just walking out. The kids are on the court. Marcus. Hey, hey, hey. 
And this white lady, this Wahite lady walks down and she was like, he's just frustrated. Do you need anything? Mm -hmm. He just needs some time. Marcus said, I got this. This is my child. <laughs> that woman. I, I have to, um, I get super amped. Mm -hmm. So I have to, and luckily my kids play a sport. Uh, luckily they play a sport that's not super contact heavy. And they don't play in a way that causes too much con conflict. Um, and I don't understand all the rules of soccer where I can't yell at the rest. But I keep myself calm because I be tripping. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. I be tripping a lot. And I don't want to be that parent who's yelling. I never yell at the coach. I don't tell the coach nothing. Except sometimes I'd be like, you, you're playing JoJo in the wrong position. But what do I know? Mm -hmm. But there are some dads in our team and moms. They be losing it. Getting red cards in the soccer game. Can you imagine getting carded as a parent at a, at a 2000, I mean, at a uh, 2008 and under team, 14 year olds, and you're getting thrown out of the game and there's nowhere really to go, but to go, you have to go sit in your car. now. I, I have, I have a sibling that would definitely get a red card. Probably has. Ooh. I, you know, I can't say legally. I probably shouldn't say. Ah. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am not that parent. I don't think. And my son is not that aggressive anyways, but I remember he played this one team in basketball and um, the kids on the other team just had poor sportsmanship, mm -hmm. throwing a lot of tantrums. Now, I am the parent that will tell my son, go ahead and a foul out. <laughs> go ahead and get your six. Yeah, yeah. Or no, five. It's five yeah, when they're kids. Yeah, I was like, go ahead. I said, I don't care if you push them to the ground. Like, very obviously, I was like, but the way they trying to be nasty to your teammates, yeah, go ahead and handle business. And sure enough, Marcus was out there reckless. Was he really? Yes, he surely found out. I was so proud. And then that team lost. And Marcus's team was crap. Let me tell you, <laughs> Marcus's team should not have beat them. And I was like, y'all going to talk all that trash and be mediocre too? <laughs> that's why, that's why. Yep, my, I mean, my, I said, you throw your big body all across that damn court. That's the type of mama I am. I'm not going to sit there and argue with no, no parent, but I am going to tell my son, get reckless. Hurt that baby. Yeah, hurt that. That one talking, the one that's doing this in your teammate's face. Oh. Knock that little shit down. It's hilarious. <laughs> we was at JoJo's last tournament in Vegas. And first of all, this pissed me off. Soccer is a sport where you can play better than the other team and still lose. Mm -hmm. Like one, you could dominate the ball, dominate possession, have more chances. One mistake, they score a goal. In the, the last five minutes, and That's you've a, now lost, yeah. right? That's what happened in this game. Mm -hmm. This team was getting dominated in all the ways you can dominate without scoring a goal. We had we, our ball, our balls are hitting the crossbar. And also, they had an amazing goalie. Uh -huh. I mean, this boy's saving shots. I'm like, I went and told the parents quietly, if y'all didn't have that boy, and they like, we know. <laughs> He'd be keeping us in game. I'm talking yes. about Angel. Yes. He jumping and hitting stuff. He he saved he saved about three, four goals. Jeez. The game should have been four. Most goalies would have let at least two go by. Yeah. But he saved four. And sometimes that's all you need is an amazing goalie. Mm -hmm. Anyway, fast forward, three minutes left in the game. Their team scores a relatively lucky uh goal, but they score. Game ends three minutes later. They like, there's a kid doing that. Oh man. Apparently he spit. He said he spit on the ground, or he was trying to spit on the ground, but he spit on one of JoJo's uh, teammates' players. The kids start coming together to fight. JoJo, they don't know that boy country strong. Mm -hmm. 
Jojo don't want no smoke. He got a big brother. He got a big brother, but he also probably can beat up him. <laughs> <laughs> At this age, I, yeah. Jojo probably is stronger than Isaiah, mm-hmm. I believe, because he go to town. Quick aside, I go in Jojo's room yesterday. Okay, he ordered some food from uh, Chili's. Ooh, Applebee's, choice. one of the two. Either and way. it's a heavy bag. Because I know I just ate, Zay just ate, Lissa just ate. You delivered it? No, he got it delivered. Home from school. Go up to the room. I said, what you eat? Riblet platter. Wow. Popcorn shrimp. Mm-hmm. That's a two for 25, though. Absolutely. Mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Fries. And broccoli. He's carb loaded. I said, hey. <laughs> that's a well-balanced meal, though. Yeah. Fries and mashed potatoes. Yeah, carb loaded. Ribs and shrimp. The boy okay. ate all of it. Uh-huh. I go back in his room in 30 minutes. He's knocked out asleep. Yeah. His body went like catabolic. He's like a, a, a rabbit. He, salmon. All <laughs> that running in soccer. I, I'm surprised he's not eating on the field. Soccer requires way too much running. You're running for 90 minutes straight. For Straight. Duh. And he, and he covers a lot of ground in his position. Oh, no. So anyway. They go to fight, and JoJo doesn't want this to happen. He grabs his teammate. Like, the boy's like, what's up? And Joe's like, hey. And the kid's like, you know what? We got to come together, <laughs> we, y'all. <laughs> got to we got understand. to come together. Now, one thing that happened. Now, here's where I draw the line. The coach's mom on the other team was yelling at a player on our team. Mm-mm. And it wasn't my baby. All right? Now, I'm trying to be cool. Luckily, the Play, player's mom. A player's mom on oh, the other team. The yeah, mom. I was like, "What grandma?" Uh, my bad. Is player's doing, mom. What is she yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah. She was. She was a coach. That's what it was. She was a. Well, she was a player's mom, and she was a coach. She okay. had a son on her team, and she was the coach of that team. One mm-hmm. of the coaches on that team, but she's yelling at a player on our side, mm-hmm. and the coach got her together. It was very clear she wasn't talking to Josiah Fredericks, because man or woman, you want, and me and Melissa and Mel and Greg was there. I wish a parent, I don't care if my son pulled out a baseball bat mm-hmm. and was swinging it. Don't nobody talk to my baby but me. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes I'll be wanting some violence. This is what I said. Nothing sometimes, gets people riled up like a kid's sport event. If you would talk to my baby in my peripheral, ain't going to be no glasses. <laughs> ain't no I don't care what he did. He could, it could have been a terrible foul, mm-hmm. could have tore your son's ACL. I'm going to talk to him. Let us coach talk to him. Because sometimes the parents, and even on our team, I ain't going to hold you, there was a kid talking trash, different game, and our parents was like, hey, ref, get that kid. He's being a jerk. Hey, this is a child. You don't talk to nobody's baby. Let These these are children. But that's why she said, hey, ref. Yeah, but she, and then the kid looked at the, at the crowd, and he was like, to, oh, to my us. God. <laughs> and I was like, nice. She was like, ref. He's blowing kisses at us. I said, I want you to look at yourself. <laughs> she can't take I it. I want you to look she at yourself because a 15-year-old with a hairband blowing a kiss then got you all outside of your outside of your bloomers. They can do that. Take Kevin. a deep breath. They're powerful. <laughs> <laughs> they can do that. They can get you riled up. That's why I just have to use my son as the weapon. If I can't act up as an adult, little Marcus... Now the tack, the uh, goal for the game is different. It's not about winning. <laughs> it's about literally hurting, physically harming that person. That person. Sometimes you got to be flexible. You got to be yeah. able to change up what it's about. But no, kids sporting events they have adults it. out of their mind. Mm-hmm. Marcus doesn't like to sit beside me during any of the kids' games. One, I'm loud. 
but I'm usually just cheering. There's yeah, not yeah. a lot of like I don't do the the crap talking. I'm and I also will cheer for the other team. That, Melissa <clears> been doing that. I'm like, okay, that was good. That was good. I said, listen, she was like, it was a good play. I was like, you can't say it though. Oh, I do because it was. That's why I to- I went over and talked. But a lot of times, these heated games just be weekly games. It's not even like the game. Josh, no. but it is the Northern Valley Sun Cup, okay? Do you understand what that <laughs> never, means to these people? Northern Valley Sun Cup. Now, if the, team, <laughs> if the team has a lot of jackasses like the little child that you're talking about, that, I still don't talk crap. But yeah. that's when I make sure the kids can feel it. Oh, man. That's okay. Next. Time. I I am that person. When they had to walk past us as they lost, I was like, good game, guys. Good game, guys. You trolling the babies? Oh, yes. <laughs> good game. Good, good game. <laughs> I was like, we got some extra Gatorades if you guys want them. <laughs> We've got some extra Gatorades. Because it pissed me off that the parents nor the coaches were correct, correcting the behavior of the kids. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I was just like, now, what do y'all, one, one, one of the white mamas from my school, she was like, I am upset. I'm calling their school. <laughs> she said, I'm calling. She said, they are being so mean. Yeah. To our, and our, I'm telling you, this was the, so you got the the good basketball players. That's one team. You got the, you know, okay. And then you got the theater kids that are, <laughs> that's the one that my son was on. One of his friends runs like he got cement blocks on his feet. So this is not a team of boys that are, like, trying to make it to the league. These they are just out here running around having some fun. Yeah, and they want to get better at basketball, but they know they're not that good, so they're just like, we're trying to play. And so you got these other, this other team that they really think, this dude think he about to be somebody's LeBron. He is this tall. <laughs> when is puberty going to happen, baby? Because this is an eighth-grade team. When is it going to happen for you, okay? And he talking all that mess? Go ahead and show <laughs> Show him you might not be able to play, but you are twice his size. Make him feel it. He gonna be one of the people feeling like they should have went to the league. This Marcus kid <laughs> <laughs> broke my jaw, and if it weren't for that, I'd be in the NBA. In the parents right there watching their child act a fool and not saying nothing, or in uh, the coach not saying nothing. That's like the little giant. Remember the little giants? You seen the little giants? It's been so long. But you, the bad team's coach, he always has the bad son, and he's always heavily influenced by the bad coach. Yeah, he's. Karate kids sweep the leg. Every movie where the kids are trying to be good at sports, the bad guy's coach or parent is like, do the bad thing. Hurt that kid. So you know it exists in the real world. I mean, because I do that. I say that. But I only say that as a retaliation. But let me tell you, if I saw my child acting poor sportsmanship, like just being unable to deal with, okay, you, you're you not playing as good. You're not doing as well. Yeah. I would snatch his ass off the court. I, I, I believe that. Absolutely. I'd be like, wait a minute. I took out my time to watch you not be able to manage your shit. Yeah. Oh, we're going to go home so I can watch Real Housewives. I didn't have to be here. I didn't have to be here. But I chose to be here because it's something you wanted to do. And you ain't going to behave like you wanted to do it. Uh, I'm with you, Angel. Get I'm your with ass you. in the car. I'm with you when you're right. Y'all going to be down to play. When JoJo was young, young, and the soccer fields were much smaller, he used to play basically offensive defense. They all used to just run all over. He used to score goals like crazy. One time he scored goals and he was doing this. And he was doing this. And I said, hey, man. And he was saying, it's too easy. Mm. He's like, it's too easy. I said, Joe, you can't say that. He was like, but it is too easy. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. No, nah, you can't. You, you, could, you can celebrate. That is. That sounds like, it sounds like choreography. Gloat. He was gloating. What's the di- I'm confused. His, What's the his difference? celebration was long. And I'll give you a proper cell. You can be fully excited. Mm-hmm. 
But yelling, it's too easy to the person. It's too easy. I'm like, all right, Joe. Well, that's like, the mental game of it. That's the mental game. You got to carry it down. All right, moving <laughs> on. Oh, I absolutely love the Jay Fridge. And I'm, also, I'm, I'm the parent that... I'm the parent that... Okay, so luckily Joe plays midfield to defensive midfield. So he doesn't score as much as he used to score as he's grown because he kind of always hangs back. You forgot where you were going. No, no, no. I'm trying to think of um, how I want to phrase this. <clears throat> this one game, he scored three goals. This is when he was super young. Mm-hmm. And he scored the equivalent of a three, two, one, and type goal, which oh, doesn't no. really happen in soccer because the <laughs> clock counts up and it's never really clear. Yeah. But time was running out, and you can kind of feel they have one last possession, mm-hmm. and then the game is over, right? He scores this goal. The goalie who misses the shot rolls on the ground. I lose it. I'm running. Oh, because it was a playoffs. It was North Valley Sun Cup. Mm-hmm. Okay. Come on, North Valley Sun Cup. North Valley Sun Cup. I'm running across the uh, side. I mean, just cheering. I, I catch eyes with some of the parents. And they're like, all right, enough. And Melissa's like, yeah. And I'm like, I mean, you got you got to stop him if you want me to not to be happy. Yeah. I can't cheer for my baby because he scored the game-winning goal in the Northern Valley Sun Cup. You got to cheer. I got to cheer? Oh, yeah. But let me tell you, my baby always going to hear my voice. What? Always. Good or bad. Sometimes when he shoots terrible, I'll be like, all right, try better. Try harder. (laughs) He going to hear that as well as when he do good. That's right. He going to get both of them. And they feel it. They like it. They love. Well, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they want us to shut up. But that don't matter. We paid for them to be there, so we get to do what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Amen. I can't wait till uh, Cy and Kai start uh, playing sports, especially that dang on Cy. Kai is competitive, so I will enjoy him playing just because he's going to want to be better than everybody yeah. else. Cy is naturally better at some things. Like, I, I, that boy is very, very fast, so I look forward to watching him in track. Yeah. But, yeah, I can't wait. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe if my kids ever were really, really good, maybe I would be the silent. You know, those those parents that, like, know their kids are good. And they come pull them to the side and talk to them. Good job, good job. But yeah. they don't be cheering. Yeah. Because they know it's, already, it's, it's obvious. Right. They're, they're literally watching with their hands in their yeah. pocket. Yeah. Smug a little bit. And then, yeah. A little, a little smug. smug. And then when they win, they're like. Yeah, I then, agree. I don't know if I'll ever be that parent. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Late last night. I mean late. I was on my way to the club. The club. When this happened. Uh, Diddy was hit with another civil lawsuit. Our resident legal expert covered it. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but I'm going to play a good portion of it. If you don't want this to happen, fast forward your video. If you're in Patreon, you're just going to have to listen. Because I I can't go through all of it myself, and I don't want to mess up. I'm going to play this allegedly, allegedly part in case it goes into a documentary. But another disclaimer of Motown Records, which is the parent company of Love Records. There's a woman named Christina who is the chief of staff to Diddy. There's Motown Records, (laughs) Universal Music Group, Love Records, and some others. So there's a lot of defendants. Y'all going to be sick of me, but another disclaimer. These are allegations. I am not saying they are true. I am not saying they are not true. I am simply telling you what Rodney Jones, the plaintiff in this lawsuit, is alleging happened. This is his version of events. Y'all got it? 
Here we go. The suit says that Rodney worked for Diddy from September 2022 to November 2023. It starts with an incident that happened on September 12, 2022 at a recording studio. The suit says that there was a writers and producers camp at the studio. And on this specific day, Diddy, Christian Combs, and a third man named G were in a heated conversation. The conversation moves to a bathroom. And according to Rodney in this lawsuit, a firearm is discharged multiple times. A crowd that's at the studio gathers around the bathroom, and when the door finally opens, father and son exit the bathroom, and G remains on the floor in the fetal position, holding his stomach. Rodney says the crowd around just stood there, not giving any help, and so he tries to apply pressure for G and then ask someone to call the ambulance. The suit alleges that Diddy gave strict instructions to inform the police that he had nothing to do with this incident and instead say that G was struck standing outside of the studio by a drive-by assailant. The lawsuit also includes several news articles regarding the incident, and Rodney says he has several witnesses to corroborate this story and will speak publicly if subpoenaed. It's also worth noting that according to TMZ, LAPD did investigate this incident and found that G was shot during a robbery outside of the studio and ended up just running into the studio after he was in this lawsuit rodney says he still has clothes from that day and believes that they still may have stains and dna from g the lawsuit also includes pictures of the aftermath that are much too graphic for this video but they are in the lawsuit rodney goes on to say that he lived with diddy for months at a time and while they lived together Rodney alleges that he was the victim of constant, unsolicited, and unauthorized touching by Diddy. Rodney says he is a heterosexual Christian man, and after expressing his discomfort on, to Christian. Diddy's chief of staff, Christina, <laughs> she responded, quote, you know Sean will be Sean. So the next part in the suit involves music producer right Stevie J. <laughs> Rodney says that he looked up and idolized Stevie J, and Diddy used that, plus his access to Stevie J, to entice Rodney. According to the lawsuit, Rodney says that Diddy shared a video of Stevie J doing some stuff and told Rodney, quote, this is normal practice in the music industry. Look, even Stevie J is doing it. There are pictures included of what the suit alleges Stevie J is doing. And the suit goes on to say that Diddy told Rodney that he himself, Diddy, had engaged in a situation with a rapper redacted, a mm. singer redacted, and Stevie J. The next situation detailed in the lawsuit is from Thanksgiving 2022. It alleges that young Miami and her female cousins were at Diddy's Miami house, and while there, Rodney was in the bathroom, and Miami's cousin comes into the bathroom and essays Rodney, according to this lawsuit. While living with Diddy, Rodney also says that he was transported from California to New York, Florida, and the Virgin Islands, and during that time, he says he was, he was forced to solicit work. He alleges that on or about February 2nd, 2023, he believes that Diddy gave him something. Rodney says he recalls waking up naked, dizzy, and confused, and in bed with some workers and Diddy. Rodney goes on to say that on or about February 4th, 2023, Diddy allegedly forced Rodney to bring people back to his Miami, Florida home. Rodney includes some pictures from that day and says he has some video that he can provide to the court. According to the lawsuit, Rodney was forced to recruit workers and as a part of his recruitment tools, Diddy provided him with an exclusive bad boy baseball cap and required him to wear it to booby trap on the river, this place as a signal to any worker that he approached that Diddy was in town and had sent Rodney there to recruit them. 
Apparently, according to this lawsuit, these workers were accustomed to servicing Diddy and would know that he's in town by the sight of the bad boy baseball cap. The lawsuit then includes Instagram profiles of two of the workers that Diddy allegedly required Rodney to solicit and engage with at his home in Miami. In this suit, Rodney says that Diddy used his power and influence to intimidate and force Rodney into soliciting and sleeping with women. He includes the phone number of a worker that he says Diddy required him to solicit and perform acts with at his home. Rodney claims that Diddy used many tactics to maintain dominion and control over him, like promising him a Grammy for producer of the year for the Love album. Rodney says Diddy offered him $250,000 to purchase all of the instruments that he wanted. He says that Diddy promised him ownership of his $20 million property, One Star Island in Florida, and he promised him access to record label executives. But Rodney goes on to say that sometimes Diddy would switch it up. He would go from promising Rodney the world to threatening him with physical harm, including threatening him to eat his face, mm. allegedly. Suit then details a listening party from July 2nd, 2023, in which an R&B artist, that's redacted, Justin Combs, some workers, and some folks who shouldn't have been there were all there. Rodney alleges that the listening party event began at 7 p.m., and upon information and belief, he says the alcohol was laced. Then... Cuba Gooding Jr. is mentioned. Suit says that Diddy introduced Rodney to Cuba on a yacht and then left them alone. Rodney alleges that there was some unwanted touching, groping, and fondling, and he includes a screenshot from the day of the encounter. Lastly, Rodney claims that he was not compensated for his time living with Diddy or the songs that he produced. Rodney says he attempted to work with Diddy to secure his publishing and royalty rights for the work he completed on the album, but Diddy only offered him $29,000 for 13 months, thousands of hours of work, and nine songs that ultimately made it to the album. Suit says, quote, Mr. Jones was willing to take $50,000 for his publishing and royalties, but Diddy's self-serving greed would, would not allow him to pay Rodney the additional $21,000 that he was asking. In this lawsuit, Rodney says that Diddy's chief of staff, Christina, is to Diddy what Ghislaine Maxwell was to Jeffrey Epstein. He goes so far as to say that the whole operation is a RICO enterprise. Ciao! Okay, I've recapped enough. Y'all get the point. According to TMZ, Diddy's attorney says that, quote, Low Rod is nothing more than a liar who filed a $30 million lawsuit shamelessly looking for an undeserved payday. It's reckless name dropping about events that are pure fiction and simply did not happen. It's nothing more than a transparent attempt to garner headlines. He adds, quote, we have overwhelming, indisputable proof that his claims are complete lies. Our attempts to share this proof with Mr. Jones's attorney, Tyrone Blackburn, have been ignored. As Mr. Blackburn refuses to return our calls, we will address these outlandish allegations in court and take all appropriate action against those who make them. So again, this is all alleged, and Diddy will have the opportunity to formally respond to all of these allegations. I'm not saying it's true. I'm not saying it's not true. But if you want to see the full lawsuit, that includes hints at who the redacted names are, as well as pictures and video, you can join my Patreon because I posted the full lawsuit in there. I'm done. Listen, because... Okay. Uh, <laughs> and you got to tell him no. You got to tell him no. <clears throat> that was the perfect tale. I saw the pictures this morning on uh, Mel's Patreon. Listen, the pay she, she is doing him a great service oh rodney uh no, mr no. jones diddy well oh. because tiktok won't let you uh post it yeah like she she blacks all that out and and um 
takes the sound out of certain words. Yeah. But those pictures are terrifying. The bathroom picture was a lot. I was like, that that is blood. That is definitely blood on the toilet and the floor. And then there were some penetration photos. Did you see that? I saw it. <laughs> I you know, I'm down to the Patreon. Listen, that was me sitting on the toilet this morning. I was like, oh, my God. I said, man. Oh, my God. I said, hold on. Let me take a look at the Patreon. I'm not a lawyer, but. Uh-huh. Uh, and listen, now, some of the names that are redacted. Yeah, I didn't get to go because I know she said, y'all help me figure out who these names that are that are redacted. Hold on. Let me go look. Angel. I'm not going to say it out loud, but it's I'm going to come out. Let okay. me tell you what I know for sure. Tell me what you know for what sure. I know for I sure without a shadow of a doubt. Lifetime producers are working <laughs> overtime right now. The The greatest power uh, that people in power have is the silence of others. Mm-hmm. Once, once people stop being silent, once, once uh, Cassie's lawsuit came out, that let, broke the seal. Oh, on, on on the Diddy thing. I think that documentary is on its way because now after he settled with with Cassie uh, and he's saying he's not going to settle with this. I don't I don't see a world where there's not a full documentary because this man isn't John Doe. No, he put his name, his picture. Pictures of what he alleges. I'm talking about screenshots of the alleged people. He still had them. Also, this wasn't years ago. This was a year and some change ago. God damn. 2022. Listen, they, this is how, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, Mel has found her tribe. Boy. Because I'm looking at the, her Patreon members helping. <laughs> they were like, put it in chat. GPT was able to help figure out who this person <laughs> was. I was talking. I was looking at this while I was on my way to the club last night. Uh huh. Cause I, she, she was like, "Man, Diddy, uh, Diddy got a new thing." I said, he, "He don't. He still has stuff." Mm-hmm. And then they found Young Miami's tweet from last night, or they found it last night from 2021. What she say? She said, "I'm on a private island with Diddy." I said. Well, it's in the law. You corroborating the evidence of the lawsuit in there. And also, this man was getting uh, sexual assaulted by men and women. That's a lot. And it's still, listen, it's still sexual assault. If it's non-consensual, and it doesn't have anything to do with the heterosexuality or homosexuality of it. I mean, it does too. But it ain't like, oh, but it was young Miami and her cousin. Consent goes both ways. We just rarely talk about it when it comes to men. You telling the truth, but it goes both ways. If you don't want to have sex, then the person you got a a no means no, regardless of who is saying it and who is trying it. Correct. Correct. Uh, I and the other part uh, that was in there is uh, the dude. There was the 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 man was saying he was like afraid, like he was saying, "Diddy has people who make problems go away." Uh huh. So the amount of fear one would have to even. Bring up this lawsuit knowing or can remember in the Cassie thing, Kid Cuddy said, did he blew up my car? Blew, uh, blew it up. So he has the, p- the potential for violence. Listen, this is the blessing of social media because before if you own the, if you have the police in your pocket, then you can also have the um, newspaper in your pocket. Yep. You can make stories go away. 
It's hard to make a TikTok go away. It's hard to uh, listen. It's hard to make it's hard to make a viral video disappear. You can try. Listen, you can. You can try to scrub all you want to, but people now have the have the uh, potential to just pass information to people so that big problems can't disappear with a bunch of money. And the lawsuit is public. In addition to what you're saying, the internet is the great equalizer. Because, yeah. like you say, if you if you own uh, in one of these lawsuits, I'm, I'm not talking about Diddy, but um, somebody was uh, maybe it was I'm not sure, but let's say it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was Aaron Yeager. They were saying something about Aaron, and they went to put the article out, and the people and the Aaron's people was like, "You are you are not putting that that article mm-hmm. out because you don't want this problem." So the article didn't come out. Yeah. The problem with this lawsuit is TikTokers, YouTubers, and these people, they don't they don't work in the music industry. Right. Usually the fear is if you don't if you do this, you're not gonna get access to, to the artists, you're not gonna get access to the music, the parties, whatever the cultural capital or right. actual capital is in that industry. Mm-hmm. If you're people like I'm not a lawyer, but <clears throat> or TMZ they don't care. They really don't. Because they're, they're, this is actually their business model is to cover things like this. Yes, because they know that the people who are actually their employers are the people who want to know this information. Mm-hmm. So meaning that for for um, for these bigger news brands and papers, they are more so governed by having access, having yep. exclusives. Granted, their money comes in from ad sales, yep. but that's because they get the access and the exclusive. So if they don't have that, don't know ad want to buy no, don't know uh, advertising companies want to buy space. Yeah. With people who uh, are independent content creators, their audience is not going to be swayed by a, Hey, you're not gonna get in this party if you don't if you don't take that down. <laughs> right. What part? I got I got to take my kids to school anyway. We're gonna tell all these people who follow you to unfollow you. They're gonna be like, we got to tell you no. We got to tell you no. Their boss is know. the people. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to be. It's that's one thing. While we can be sheep and just believe anything, yeah. that is very true. Like yeah. we will. Whoever says it first is typically who we believe. Well, they said it, so that's got to yeah. be the truth. We are not as easily, we can't be actually bought with dollars because it's impossible to get all of us, right? Mm-hmm. It's impossible. So that, like you said, it, social media has been a great equalizer because you cannot control the masses the way you can control a corporation. I, everything you said, I'm agreeing with you. Okay, friend. Uh, I wonder if if this is the end. I doubt it. I feel like <clears throat> they're, again, like Melanie said, we're not saying we know what the truth is. We're not saying we know where the lies are. But regardless, people have seen some things that were never supposed to be brought to the light. Yeah. And I think people are going to get more courageous in speaking on those things, whether it be because of a lawsuit or if it just be it's time for me to try to put myself on the right side of history Freedom. Yeah. Elsa Majimbo talked about what uh, Naomi Campbell put her Who through. That is. She's a she's a she's a model. She blew up on TikTok and Instagram. She okay. used to be like, she used to be having the sunglasses. Be like, I will eat chips if I'm hungry, just because I have money. I don't have money to spend. Don't she's mean I'm- one of my favorites. That's Elsa. I don't dream of working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
no dream of labor. Go ahead. <laughs> she talked about Naomi Campbell had basically put her through the ringer. And she was like, Naomi, allegedly, allegedly, mm -hmm. did this and that. And at the end of her video, she was like, I don't even care what happens money-wise. I just had to get this out. Mm -hmm. Anytime you get to that point where the people are like, I don't even want money. I don't even care anymore. I just want my story to be told. To, tell, told? Yeah, you said it right. I just want my story to be told. Yeah, yeah, It's dangerous for you on the other side. Yeah. Because now the power is usually money, influence, Opportunity. Blah, blah, blah. Opportunities. When they are just like, I need to be free of this regardless. Yeah. I need to be on the right side of history. You better, you better have your, your your stuff together. Right. It, it uh, It's, huh, you know, you hear things and, and sometimes they sound outlandish. You're just like, no, nah, come on now. Yeah. You know, especially growing up in the church, we, you, everything is satanic. Everything is an abomination. Everything is idolatry, hedonism, all this stuff. And then as you begin <laughs> to hear stories, you're like, oh, oh, well, okay. I didn't think Elder, Elder Jackson knew anything about <laughs> the industry, but apparently she was spot on. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> I didn't think she had been out of the state of Kentucky, but apparently she had tapped in. This is what all the people in Washington thought would happen to me when I moved to L.A. Kevin, this is what did you they, tell them no? I told them. I don't even go down to where them people are. <laughs> that stuff be downtown. Listen. That's why I be at the North Valley Sun Cup because they don't. nobody has the parties out there. I am so grateful. Hearing this stuff, not to say that I would have ever had access to these people. However, some of my, some of my aspirations could have led me mm -hmm. to having to be in the environment where things like this have yeah. happened. And actually, low-key, I actually might have been in these environments before, but been completely oblivious yeah. and able to go home without any type of... of care in the world. Right, exactly. And I thank God for covering me because... Hey! Come on, come on, somebody. Because I came out here and pursued most of my career without the guidance of an adult. Mm -hmm. I had the support of my mother but not the overwhelming hand or Absolutely. guidance on me because I'm the youngest. So eventually, you 16 years old, you grown, get your, do what you need to do pretty much. <laughs> so I can see, especially because there was one of the uh, alleged things happened with a 17-year-old inside of the case. That was a lot of that. Yeah. Mel said in the beginning of that, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not a lawyer, but prior to the part where I started the video, she said she was just leaving some stuff out because it was too much for TikTok. Yeah. But there was a lot of that yeah. in there. And part of his other family members were, what is that word called? Named in the in the lawsuit. Yeah. There was a time where I was actually pursuing music and I was, uh, how old was I? I might have been young 20s. I think I was no longer a teenager. And I would have definitely, in, potentially, had I like really been like, no, Angel, take this seriously. Make this happen. Mm, make that money. Would have been... One of the redacted names <laughs> in this <laughs> lawsuit. So I feel if any of this is true, I feel for the people who are going to need therapy. This is not an ad um, transition to like. We ain't got none. Listen, we ain't got none. That I'm going to need therapy to like sort through what was done to them and um, and what they had to witness. But all I can say is, again, I thank God that the success that I have gotten has been at an age where I feel very confident and comfortable being like, I absolutely will turn all this shit down. Listen. 
it's not worth it. Whatever this is, whatever this is that y'all are doing, I'll be over here with my Patreon, huh? Doing boom, doing game nights. That's what I'll do. That's how I'll make my money because then I'm safe. I'm going to tell you what the best, and I, I, I thank God my life happened the way it did. Mm-hmm. Because all this is new to me, yeah. and the majority of my life was just making a little bit of money and, and having game nights and Uno's and EBT-sponsored barbecues with my family <laughs> and friends, yeah. it don't make me no never mind. Praise God. Yeah, if it, if it takes this to get that, I'll be picking y'all up in Ubers. I would still want my own time, <laughs> yeah. but you'd be like, you kept on staying, show is five stars, please. <laughs> five 20%. stars. I'm not, it, ain't, it ain't that important to me. I'll go back down to LinkedIn, Monster. Mm-hmm. I'll go back with the manila envelope like we did when we was younger. Y'all hiring? Listen, I know how to make videos. I can edit. I can shoot. I'll go back to Boeing. I know what I said, y'all. I'm going to be good this time. Because, <laughs> listen, young Kev, they would have been on you, Kevin. They would have been on you. They've been rubbing. You, you better get out that music. You over there, <laughs> you got that plaque. The comedy don't have as many stories like that music story. Oh, but no, you like the music, though, Kevin. I, I, I like to listen to no, it. They've been like, let's beat on your drums, huh? <laughs> no, they're going to be in the studio. You're going to be in the studio. Somebody's going to be like, I touch your butt. You, Hey! You want a Grammy? Listen, ain't nobody. I fart too much. Ain't nobody trying to be back here. Ah! I'll be like, that's what you get. Now get back, Satan. Play, turn me up in my headphones. <laughs> I'll be right back to making $30,000 a year. That person who uh, rents my home in Washington, hey, when this lease is over, I'm coming right back. <laughs> they say JoJo going back in that room. You better go to college. It's all over. If this Patreon is gone, yeah, I'm gonna be at Target. Boop, <laughs> boop. <laughs> Trader Joe's. I'm gonna do. I want to do a job where I can talk to people. Of I course. could be at Trader Joe's, being like, "Oh, I love these." Oh no, there's a dude at uh, Bevmo on uh, on uh, Sepulveda. He talked to everybody. It's right beside the <laughs> FedEx. Everybody, what you're getting today? That's him loud. That'd be you. What? Hey, I like that red shirt you got on. <laughs> yeah. And all them jokes about I say about wanting to be in out of comedy clubs and meet and greets. What? Kevin will be meeting all Hello, of you. Hello, love. <laughs> Your nose is bleeding. Don't worry about that. You enjoyed the show. This is my seventh show here at Colleen uh <laughs> Colleen High School. Yeah, meet and greet. Why well, ain't even charging extra? I'd love to meet you. Get ten dollars yes. for a picture. <laughs> for a picture. Twenty dollars. I'll sell my own myrrh. I'll be on the road alone. Sorry, Joshua. <laughs> Sorry, I'll be Greg. outside. If my nose bleeding, it's just because I'm really averse to meet and greets. But I will do them for the VIP. Breaking out in high. <laughs> Shirt, shirts are twenty five with the picture. They're fifteen. Listen. What? Yeah. I'll be on the road again. Uh. Every day. He's going to be working at Costco, giving samples and giving jokes at the same absolutely. time. Absolutely. I'll be right back in the church doing church comedy. You're absolutely oh, yeah. right. Uh, I didn't catch who said it in the Patreon. I'll be like, all them uh, playmaker jokes. Y'all know when the pastor be like, ha, no, what, God has done. All Y'all right. remember? That's three minutes. They were like, no pastor does that anymore. Oh, when I was a kid, <laughs> them pastors used to be like this. Ah. No. Y'all don't get it? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm free. But my butthole has been untouched. That virgin hole. That butt virgin booty hole. All right, we see y'all. We love y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Patreon. Let me go to the bathroom. Oh yeah, we got. Oh yeah, this is the end of the the yeah. regular. Bye, the regular people that we love. <laughs> Patreon. Let me go to the bathroom. We'll start the morning. Hey. Hey. Here's another thing for you. Here's another one. Here's another thing.
Yeah. 